America, my name is I'm Yosef Frimpong, and I'm trying to do more videos in once a week because I think we're in a political moment. And I need to give you the quality of political education you need in order to interpret this moment lest you squander your life. Squander your life being confused about how to turn your life into meaning. So, here's what I do. And today we're going to talk about defunding the police and its relationship to sexual assault because what we've heard so far is we need the police. We need the police. Without the police, who's going to deal with sexual assault? That's a problem for a few reasons, not the least of which is that cops are notoriously uh, sexual assaults themselves. And the more police you have, the more you produce the quality of culture that um, leads to sexual assault. That's, that's, that's one, but that's actually a relatively minor reason. And I don't think that's what's doing the work here. Uh, what's doing the work is that if we're serious about sexual assault, we're going to talk about spousal rape. And we don't want to talk about spousal rape for reasons I'm going to get into in the video. But this video is going to be triggering, but I also think it's going to be right. And so I don't know what to tell you, except uh, that if you get the discourse about sexual violence wrong, then the people who claim authority on sexual assault will then screw up how we talk about labor justice, racial justice, and political justice. So whether fortunately or unfortunately, progress in uh, labor, racial, and political justice depends on actually dethroning feminist thought relative to sexual assault. All right. I said what I said. Now listen to the argument. Uh, I've said before that anytime there's a serious labor or racial justice movement, there's going to be a new form of feminism that emerges that kind of crops up to smother the uh, racial or labor justice movement. There'll also be like a managed form of feminism that tries to pretend to attack the dominant form of feminism, but really won't. And uh, that's it. At the end of the day, your labor and justice movement will be felled by feminism. What does that mean and how does that work? Well, uh, simply because of the way we form gender is ultimately regressive. So whether you're solidly pro-woman or solidly pro-man, either way, it's going to be bad for the black people in the working class. And you could say, like, what about the black feminists? Well, if they're feminists first, it's going to be bad for the black working class, black people, black community, and the working class. If they're black first, you'll be like Fannie Lou Hamer, and, and it'll be great, right? But you'll notice that a lot of good black uh, labor organizers and, and, you know, black community workers consider themselves feminists after they consider themselves, you know, working class. So it's because of how we've conceived gender, the way we conceived gender has embedded certain race and class commitments and you know it's an artifact of colonialism that i think i've gone over in previous videos but you could always read uh you know tommy curry's the man not or uh Louis newman's uh you know white women's rights the racial origins of feminism or i don't know the empire of the mother there's a lots of books the way we think about gender is a colonial artifact and it's class-based. That's why to be a gentleman or to be a man, it's kind of fancy. And to be a woman is really kind of fancy. And it's really not particularly good for labor or racial justice. So if you're fighting for women and if you're fighting for men, you're probably not fighting for the poors, even if you think you are. 
You think you are, but you're not. All right. So when people started talking about defunding the police, a movement opened up to say, you can't defund the police. What about sexual assailants? So the notion that you can't be serious about sexual assault and at the same time defund the police is a little bit spacious, but that has everything to do with the way we talk about sexual assault and how it's been taught and what it is has more to do with police and punishment than it actually does with redressing and like making it the case that the conditions of sexual assault are smothered. Right? So we've formed an entire sexual assault discourse that is pro-police. And I think we formed it for the sake of the police because we've carved out an enormous exception for white suburban rape that is, I suspect, more common than all of the uh, acknowledged sexual assault that happens like that in, in combined, right? So, I mean, we're talking about people being assaulted by their husbands for decades and consensually because it's been a trade-off for the perks of white supremacy in their life. So even consent discourse, no matter how you dress up consent as enthusiastic or ongoing, is fundamentally a bourgeois liberal approach to the problem that's not going to be addressed by bourgeois liberalism. Folks consent even enthusiastically all the time to various forms of assault. I mean, you go to a hospital or deal with the police and you know that you've consented to things that you know weren't about your freedom. So there are a few things going on here. You can't find a worse organization to address sexual assault than the criminal justice system. They get there after the fact, and the situation is structured to devolve into a he said, she said. And on top of that, the situation of sexual assault is fraught with misinterpretation and the grounds for misinterpretation and those are the situations where the assault is acknowledged and reported however i think the main reason we aren't serious about addressing sexual assault is that in order to do so we'd have to address suburban spousal rape and we can't address assault until we fix the way white people fuck i said it we can't address assault until we uh, uh fix the way white people fuck. Why? Because they fuck like white supremacist assholes. Not all of them all the time, but enough of them enough of the time that we've normalized spousal rape. Because we've all heard people who are like, well, you know, I didn't vote for Trump, or I'm not a Trump supporter, but my friends are, and I just don't want to deal with them about that. That's kind of like, you know, white people and spousal rape. They're not the ones who are being spousally raped, but they know their friends are, and they just don't want to deal with them about that. And they don't think it's that big of a deal. But meanwhile, we've normalized spousal rape for the sake of preserving white supremacy. Because, you know, white supremacy needs assholes, and you know how assholes fuck? Like assholes. And in order to address spousal rape, we'd have to transform people, we'd have to transform white people into people who aren't assholes. But some people want an America with assholes. And they are so committed to an America with assholes that they, um, that transforming an, to an America without assholes is going to be felt as an attack on their freedom. And these people are very serious about their freedom. So America is designed to run on white assholes. And a white assholes are going to fuck like white assholes. And they're going to be produced by their white asshole parents. And that's... You know, that's America. There's a, <laughs> there's a, I'm going to find this illustration 
the little little illustration because I think it's 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 actually appropriate. Uh, I wish I would have queued it up before, but it's so good that I think I am going to find it now. And we just need to deal with what it means. What it means, found it. That we've normalized a variety of spousal rape that we now have to carve out our sexual assault advocacy to allow. And that does untold damage um, to like our seriousness about sexual assault. So here is the book that's actually not written, but should be written. There you go. Too Late, Your Child is an Asshole, <laughs> written by and like asshole parents, right? So um, that's it's not a book, it's a meme, although it could be a book possibly written by me because I think it's, it's right. Like assholes don't come from nowhere, especially the peculiar kind of assholes who are uh, <laughs> really tailored to su sustain white supremacy. And we produce them in mass like a factory. So America is designed to run on white assholes and trying to run America without them is like putting regular gasoline in a diesel engine. We'd have to rip out the engine, change so much of our cultural and material infrastructure. And this is the work of reconstructing America. Now, I'm very much here for that work. I would like to do that work. And I think I do that work here, you know, with my videos. And if you appreciate the work I do, go ahead and go to funkyacademic.com and kick in $5.15 or $50 a month. Because, you know, after this, finding a job in the private market to work for assholes is going to be a little bit of a job for me. And not only that, even if I don't work for the asshole themselves, I might have to work for the asshole spouse and they're going to be very, they're going to feel some sort of way about me like trying to screw up their grift with, you know, being the spouse of an asshole. So if you do this, it takes the edge off of me doing that other thing, which is going to be hard. And it allows me kind of freedom to both do this and that other thing, right? If you notice, the video is a little bit higher quality because people have been giving money, so now I can afford like better daycare that's COVID-free, and uh, I can actually figure out the settings on my equipment. So thank you, and if you like the videos I do, please kick in $5, $15, or $50 a month, and I would appreciate it. Or give me one enormous one-time donation. So America is shot through with white assholes securing the racial order. And here is the thing about white assholes. When they fuck, they fuck like assholes. And that's going to look like spousal rape. So taking on spouse, uh, sexual assault is one... <laughs> um, so taking on sexual assault in a way that includes spousal rape is going to be one of the most revolutionary and necessary tasks to take on. Because if you don't take on special, uh, sexual assault in a way that looks that also takes on spousal rape, then it's actually counter-revolutionary. And, and Eldridge Cleaver said this, um, I think, rather rather well, right? So to reorganize society, you have to reorganize fucking. And if you reorganize society and don't reorganize fucking, it will lead to counter-revolution. A new style of fucking arises out of the struggle itself, right? So if you actually, there's a book called, you know, Better Sex, and, uh, Better Sex Under Socialism. And because people, it turns out, have better sex under socialism. They have, all right. So a new style of fucking arises out of the struggle itself. 
fucking itself is revolutionized as much as eating and work. Every, every revolution has to take a position on fucking. And this is my position on fucking. Spousal rape is no longer appropriate. It has never been appropriate. And, you know, the people who allow themselves to get spousally raped for the, for the perks, for the material comfort, for the status, for the uh, safety, for to secure white supremacy, those people are not black. Because if, if you're fucking a black guy for material benefits and to sustain white supremacy and uh, for safety, that's, it's just not going to work that way. The labor market doesn't, <laughs> doesn't reward black men like that. Instead, it punishes them. So the people I'm talking about, these are white. This is a white thing. Because the, the, the incentives, we are dis, you're disincentivized to put up with anything for black men. And you're incentivized to put up all sorts of awful things from white men. And that's why I think it was at Colgate University. It was, it was Colgate University. I think it was 4% of the, the student body population is black. 4%. 40%, of the sexual assault charges were against black men. And 40% uh, of those who actually went to trial, like the in-house uh, hearings, were, were, were black. Right, so we're talking about 4% of the population. That means, and probably probably more uh, women than men just because of the way college works out. So we're talking about 2% of the population is responsible for 60% of the sexual assault hearings at Colgate University. You can just Google, like, Google black sexual harassment Um Colgate and the article will come up because it was in the Atlantic and then in a different article uh, is reposted someplace else. So that just means that either. No, it just means that we're comfortable with 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 Chad, uh, like sexually harassing you because it secures something we're not talking about. But we're not comfortable with Jamal, like looking at you funny, because by what right does he have to do that? Who does he think he is, Chad? So, um, a new style, the revolution will bring, bring a new way of fucking. And everything every, every, in the past, every revolution has left fucking undealt with. They don't disturb it because the new regime is erected upon the sexual habits of those who support it. Right? So, if we're, we need to fix sex, if we're going to actually... Uh, we need to fix sex, especially, I think, the culture of spousal rape in the white suburbs if we're going to have a political revolution that includes like a federal job guarantee and Social Security and all of these other like goods that we want to be publicized, uh, that, th that we want extended to black people. Housing, if we want racial justice, if we want labor justice, we're going to have to fuck in a way that doesn't include spousal rape. Um, because the reason we still have spousal rape is because we still have assholes who run um, relationships, who control our labor relationships, who control our housing relationships, uh, who control, like, with the banks, and who control, like, the criminal justice system, right? So, if we want to get rid of spouse, if we want to get rid of sexual assault, we need to make people who aren't assholes, um, but if we're going to make people who aren't assholes, that means it'll open the door for a sort of labor and relations, uh, labor and, and uh, racial justice. So if we want to get rid of the way assholes have sex, we must stop making assholes and shutting down America's asshole factory.
But America's asshole factory is a big factory, right? And that means going after schools and that means going after churches and that means going after families because make no mistake, when we try to actually address sexual assault and like shine a light on spousal rape, there are a lot of both men and women who don't want to consider themselves rapists and don't want to consider themselves rape victory, rape victims. There's a book called The Secrets of Eve. And that's all about the secret. It's all about, you know, I think they did a, a, a survey of 2,000 people. Um, it's all about women making excuses for their hus husband who rapes them. And you're going to just put duty sex, duty sex, or one-sided sex in the Google, and you'll find enough people to know that it's kind of a thing. It's kind of a thing. White conservative sex isn't great sex often. I'm not saying that all white spouses in the suburbs screw or like spout like engage in spousal rape for decades i'm saying enough of them do and enough people are related to people who do that we're not doing anything about it because we don't want to tick them off um and that's a problem because it, it opens up the door for both you know assholes and other asshole bosses asshole cops asshole dis um district attorneys because they also fuck like assholes and we're not willing to address how they fuck so we allow them to do everything else Right. So even consent discourse is contrived as a carve out to allow white people to legitimize the way they agree to rape each other. Right. And you'll tell like, well, you know, we do egalitarian marriages. So like, so, you know, I rape them and then they rape me. And then we both just kind of use each other for to use each other's body to masturbate with. So until we um, get rid of that kind of relationship and get rid of that normalization of that kind of relationship, then we're not serious about sexual assault and we're not serious about like not making assholes. Because if it's too high of a bar to like have sex with a whole person, then that means it's going to be too high of a bar to employ a whole person or to sit in a jury and judge a whole person. Uh, you're just not used to treating other people like people. And this isn't actually anti-sex work. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. My, my, my notion of sex work has evolved. I'm actually okay with sex work. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm okay with rape. You could still rape a sex worker, right? I'm, I'm, you can still sexually assault a sex worker in the same way that I'm okay with employment. I'm not okay with slavery, right? So there's a difference, or there at least should be, right, in a well-ordered world, right? So until we get rid of the special exception white people have created for themselves regarding consensual spousal rape, will not only distort sexual assault discourse, that distortion will screw up labor, racial, and political justice reform. Now, there was a, excuse me, there was an actual nice piece of cultural artifact. Sometimes, you know, the white media delivers. In uh, the Hulu special, Miss Amer Mrs. America, it actually depicts spousal rape in a way that's, it's, it's, it's actually, I think, fairly, fairly well done. It happens in the first episode, and, you know, she never says, uh... Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 consensual. The, the 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 husband's just insistent, and then she's like, "Well, you know, this is just what marriage is." And if you think that's an anomaly, man, I just have too many white friends <laughs> to know that that's just not the case. Like, that's just not the case. It happens enough. Like I said, not not all the time, but enough that it's a thing that nobody's stopping, right? So we don't expect help 
So don't expect help from like the rapist wives. And if you don't think spousal rape is a thing and a thing that dwarfs all of the incidents of spousal uh, sexual assault that you can commonly think of combined, because people think of spousal uh, sexual assault as like a black guy, boo, jumping out of the uh, the the bushes to get you when it's not like your husband who's been raping you for years, then you would be humbled to know how many people are going to wake up tomorrow morning, wake up tomorrow thinking, you know what? I think Henry fucked me last night when I was asleep again. That guy, I wish he wouldn't do it, but I guess if he doesn't get it here, he'll just rape somebody else and get it somewhere else. Now, where did I put my shopping list? Now, that is a conversation what women are going to have in their mind tomorrow morning in the order of hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of people in this United States. And uh, white sex, suburban sex in the top half of the income bracket is so shot through with spousal rape. They don't even call it spousal rape. They just call it sex. And uh, so, too, a lot of these white moms are thinking, I need to marry off my son before he rapes the wrong person, as opposed to raping the right person, his wife. They know they're raising assholes, just like their dad's an asshole. And they know that their son is not going to be the most thoughtful when it comes to like, you know, thinking about the other person in the intercourse. They just want to marry them off as soon as possible so that the person they rape is to the, right, to the kind of person who's going to feel like it's their duty to be raped by their son. And these are the moms. And, you know, the dads are assholes too. So they know their kid's an asshole. Uh, but do you think they care if their asshole son is having thoughtful sex or that he just happens to be an asshole <laughs> in all of the other aspects of his life um, but is like somehow going to be thoughtful in bed? No. They just care that he's theirs and he's going to secure them, you know, the status of of someone who does very well in a uh, private sector who's that, in a job market that's run by assholes, right? So, and then some of you white liberals will say, well, it can't be um, the case because I don't know anyone like that. And the same people who say that also say that they don't know how Trump could win because they don't know anyone who voted for them. That's not a mark on the Trump electorate. I know people who did vote for Trump. That is marks that they don't think it's as white, that these white liberals don't think what I'm talking about is as widespread as I'm saying it is, is a mark on their delusions. It's the delusions of white liberalism. These are the people who didn't understand um, yeah, the, like the country, right? So these are folks who don't understand, who don't understand or don't want to admit that their uncle rapes their aunt and has been for decades. So we need to understand two things before I kick off this video. Consent can be manufactured, so that's not going to give you the end that you want it to be, even if it's enthusiastic and ongoing. And here's the kicker. People may choose to be assaulted for the perks of the, uh, the lifestyle of the, being with the sexual assailant's class and race. Right? We're not okay with that, then we're not okay with America. And we shouldn't actually be okay with America, but we should be honest about the problems with America. People may choose to be sexually assaulted for the perks associated um, with the lifestyle of the assailant's class. And we need to sit with that. And sit why we're not, why they want, they married an asshole on purpose and now they're having sex with an asshole. They don't particularly like the sex, but they like the perks of being with the asshole who's going to secure them the status or the wealth or the 
you know, dignity that you know they've been taught they get, right? So that's what's at stake. And these are the people who are going to be pro-cops because when they talk about sexual assault, they talk about someone else, not the husband who's raping them, <laughs> right? So we need to understand that we're not serious about addressing sexual assault. We should be. But in order to do that, we need to make people who aren't assholes. In order to make people who aren't assholes, it leaves America susceptible to racial justice concerns and labor justice concerns. So people who have a stake in asshole America are going to want to keep um, sex with assholes because it actually is going to legitimize other aspects of America that they kind of like. And they're not going to want to consider themselves victims. Oh, they're not going to want to consider themselves sexual assault victims when they are. So it's hard, you know, it's hard actually telling people who acknowledge themselves to be victims that they're actually not experts in sexual assault just because they've been victimized and people who don't acknowledge themselves as being sexual assault uh, victims that they're actually victims of sexual assault. Nobody wants to do that. And you don't get paid a lot doing that. So with that in mind, let me give you uh, the final pitch and I will talk to you tomorrow when I do a different video on a different subject. If you appreciate the work I do every week and you think that I should continue to do it because I'm giving you the quality of political knowledge and insight that will help you not squander your life and kind of rescue meaning from it, then go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com and kick in five, fifteen, or fifty dollars a month, or make one enormous donations. I like the monthlies because it allows me to budget more, and that'll help me, you know, with a marketing budget or getting better equipment that works all the time. Because a lot of, in a lot of ways, freedom means having equipment that works every time you turn it on. <laughs> and I want to be a free Negro, so. Um, if you like what I do, go to funkyacademic.com and contribute. Thanks often comes in the form of cash. And the site takes 